We are starting from the Mishnah and Zayn Mudbet. three times a year, they used to collect money for the Shekalim. They used to collect it and they used to put it in a, uh, in a treasury. And they used to end, three times a year, they would empty the money that they collected into kupot, into, uh, into boxes, right? And they used to collect, they used to take from those boxes into the mahasit shekel. Three times a year they used to empty out whatever they collected from the treasury into these boxes. What time, what, what are these three times a year? Bifros a Pesach. Bifros means 15 days. Bifros literally means half. Half of 30. You see, of course, 30 is the 30 days before the holidays was to start in the Halachot. So since 30 days before the holiday is supposed to learn the halachot, Bifros would be half that amount of time. So it's 15 days. Bifros at Pesach, 15 days before Pesach. Bifros at Senet, 15 days before Shavuot. Bifros, Hachag. And before, 15 days before Sukkot. Then, and that's also those times are Hamim established that that's when you should take Maser Behemah. What's Maser Behemah? You have animals. Animals that were born to you. And they're in the uh, pen. So you have to take uh, one out of every ten animals and you have to brand it and you bring it as Maser Behemah. Uh, so the Hamim established that three times a year uh, a person should uh, catch up with his Maser Behemah and take the Maser. Oh, before the holidays, makes sense. Because you're going to go to the Yerushalayim before Pesach, before Sukkot, before Shavuot. So you might as well take the Maser Behemah before that time so you can go and uh, bring the animal uh, before the Hag. Very, very, very convenient. Taklin Hatin says, it's just that what? The rabbis pay the gizera that they don't want you to eat the animals or sell animals or, 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 or deal with animals these three times a year. Once this time comes, the first of Pesach, settle up. Take your maser behemah, don't do anything. No selling, no eating, no anything. Then once you take your maser behemah, you go until Shavuot, 15 days before, and so on and so forth. Before you, you take it? Yes. Uh, the rabbi said it's a suit to eat it before you take maser. Uperek bet mechorom mefaresh amai kare legoren amakodem aperek mutan leechol apapishelo iser. Look at the taklim. That before the perek is permissible, even though you didn't take maser, you're allowed to eat. That's the Biakiva's opinion. Ben Azayomet beasim b'teshara beadar ubeachad besivan ubeasim b'teshara beam. Okay, everyone's going to give their dates. One to three times, you're supposed to take Maser Behemah. So Ben Adai's opinion is 29 of Adar is the first one, Adif Sivan, and 29th of Av. The Bleazar, the Rabbi Shimon Omrim, Echad Benisan, Bechad Besivan, Bechavtet, Behelul. Okay, he has also three different dates. Benam, Amru Bechavtet, Behelul, Velo Amru Behad Betishri. 
Well, everything was the first, the first of Nisan, the first of Sivan. So let him say the first of Tishri. Well, we can't do that. The first of Tishri is a holiday that you're familiar with. It's called Rosh Hashanah. The Yivshan, the Aser, be Yom Tov, and you cannot take Maaser on Yom Tov. Then we put it back to the 29th of Elul. And now the Gemara will analyze everything that we just read in the Mishnah. Gemara, Amar Abu. Kol hen de taninan pras. Anytime you see the word pras, like we see in our Mishnah, right? Bifros pesach. So the Gemara is giving you definitions. What does this word pras mean? So the Gemara says, anytime you see the word pras, what does it mean? Palga. It means half. So half of what? So the Gemara says, palga dishloshim yom. In this case, it's half of thirty. Since there's a law that says 30 days before the Hag, you have to learn the Alakot of the Hag. So therefore, before the Hag would be half that time. So there are 15 days before the Hag. That's the first opinion. Before the Hag. Before the Hag. Right. So how come they use different Because he has different uh, the other the other times are different. This is all frost, frost, frost. His opinions are different. That I was fifteen days before the Hagib. Fifteen days before. So fifteen days when it's fifteen days before Sukkot, he doesn't mean the first fifteen day. Correct. Correct. The first rabbi holds that the when he says cross, fifteen days, whatever the, whatever the fifteen days before the hag is, he must hold that. Right, and he must hold that. And that's the same time for the gedanot. That's the that's the same time. That's the same time as they do the maaser behemah. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Oh, now why did they choose these times? We'll give different opinions. I gave you one already when I, I told you the Mishnah. We'll give you a few opinions. Why do they choose these times during the year that you should settle up with your Ma'asir Behemah? Number one of the She'el, because if you know the cycle of when animals give birth, that's when they usually give birth at that time of year. So they're just following the normal uh, cycle of when animals give birth, so therefore it's suitable to give Ma'asir uh, at that time. The Taklin says, Habichorot Yildot. The early ones, the ones that made it early in the season, they'll give birth before Pesach. And the late ones, so they'll give birth in uh, And some even later than that, between Shavuot and, and, and Sukkot. Very simple. So the animals will be available for the Ole the Galim. Takrin. Which is, no one's going to slaughter their animals now until they take Maser. Which means people need Korbanot. People need to eat. So therefore, they made it very convenient. 
When is the market for behemoth, uh, you know, strong? For the holidays. For the galim. So, boom. 15 days before the holiday, do your basil behemoth, now go sell all the uh, animals to the marketplace, for korbanot, for so on and so forth, and therefore, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it makes sense. Amar bi yudan. Shlo yavodi de bal te'achet. Once you're ready, you designate your basil behemoth, you gotta give it. So we're worried that if a guy is going to do it way before the holiday, he's going to obey and he's sued. You know, once you're ready, you have a masin be'imah, you're not allowed to delay it. So therefore it made sense. Two weeks before the holiday, or 15 days before the holiday, take your masin be'imah, anyway you're going to go to Shem in two weeks. So you will not be over on Balta'achir, on delaying the uh, masin. The 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 the, the Taklin says Bal Ta'achir. Begins on the next page. Shigam al Maaser Bema Ovrim al Bal Ta'achir. There is a sura there also of Bal Ta'achir. Kedar Shinan. Now Ken Tiknushi Asir Samuch LaRegel. Rabbi Lushalayim Bal Tola LaRegel. Anyway, he's going up to Jerusalem. So when he goes up to Jerusalem for the regel, let him bring his Maaser Bema with him. So those are basically three reasons. Right? No. He, 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 no, not a He's according to this opinion yet. That once you take it, you got to bring it to the next holiday. So therefore, they will do it two weeks before the holiday because it'll be in Yerushalayim by the next, uh, by the next holiday. Right, 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 right. Amar bi Yosah. Kol tivlo. Anybody that's Mashet is behemoth. And he leaves them in a status of uh, Tevin, which means he doesn't take the Ma'asrot in, uh, in the right time that we just said in the Mishnah. Oved, Nebal Te'achet. He's Oved, Al-Bat, which is not only did the rabbi say you can't sell the animals at that time until you take the Ma'asrot. And you can't eat them. And you can't bring them as Kurbanot. But they also said that if you don't take them at this time over here, you missed this moment, you were Oved already on the Surah of Bal Taman Taninan. Okay, now we go into the Surah of Ma'asir Behemot. We learned in Masechet Bechorot, we also learned this in the first Mishnah, in, uh, in uh, Masechet Rosh Hashanah. What does it say? Rabbi Meir Omer, Be'chad Be'elul, Rosh Hashanah, Le'ma'asir Be'hemah. Oh, what does that mean? Rosh Hashanah is the, uh, Rosh Hashanah is the, Be'ohad Be'elul. Aleph means Rosh Hashanah for Ma'asir Be'hemah. We know Rosh Hashanah for humans is on Aleph Tishri. And the uh, Tu is uh, Rosh Hashanah Le'ilanot. But now we're learning a new Rosh Hashanah. There's a Rosh Hashanah for Ma'asir Be'emah, which means the, uh, the fiscal year, we'll call it. The Ma'asir Be'emah starts Rosh Chodesh Elul, and therefore all animals that were born from Rosh Chodesh Elul seemingly until the next Rosh Chodesh Elul, year to year, that's considered one year's uh, uh, product, and therefore you take Ma'asir from all of them collectively. But if one was born in one year and one was born in another year, you don't collect them to Ma'asir Be'emah. So it goes according to the, to the cycle. So that is the um, uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, the dean, and that's what the clean says over here, uh, 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 which we'll see uh, soon. So that's the first opinion of the Mimir. Okay, he pushes it off a month. Those are those are born in Elul. So Ben Azai has an interesting sheet. The Gemara will explain exactly what the sheet is. He says, he says that whatever is born in Elul is separate from all the other months. We'll see exactly his sheet. We don't understand the sheet yet. We'll have to see it in the Gemara. But basically, there's three different opinions. There's one opinion that says Rosh Chodesh Elul. That's Rosh Hashanah for Maaser Behemah. That's when the fiscal year starts. Some say Rosh Chodesh 
Aleph Tishri, and uh, Moshe says, somewhere in the middle, Ilulim. The Iluls have their own status. I mean, whatever's born in Elul, you put it on the side, and then everything else uh, follows uh, uh, before or after. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar bi Hunna. That's what I said. Tamad Rabbi Meir. What's the reason why Aleph Elul is considered Rosh Hashanah to Maasir Behemar? Ad kan hen mitbatsot liled min aishanot, which means uh, until that time, which is Elul, the latest ones will give birth. Which even the ones that made it, let's say, late. Uh, by Rosh Chodesh Elul, uh, they already would have given birth already. From Elul and on, it's already from the new, from the from, from the new ones. Now, what's the cutoff point of them getting pregnant for them to give birth before Rosh Chodesh Elul? We have to understand how long is their uh, gestation uh, period. So look at the taklim. Look at the taklim. This is not humans over here. This is animals. <laughs> So it's a five month pregnancy by the animals and the cutoff point is Rosh Chodesh Nisan so therefore any animal that gets pregnant before Rosh Chodesh Nisan so then they're going to give birth by Rosh Chodesh Elul. So then by Elul, you'll have all the animals uh, uh, that were born, that were that got pregnant from before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. However, any animal that gets pregnant after Rosh Chodesh Nisan, so that's going to be considered already the, the following year. So basically there's two dates that you have to know. There's Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which is like a cutoff point of the getting pregnant, and the birth of those animals from right before Nisan will be right before Elul. So therefore, anything that's born until Elul, you can assume that it's from that new, the, the old, uh, old crop, we'll call it. And anything that's born uh, after uh, Elul, we're going to say, it's, was, 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 was pregnated after Nisan, and it was considered the, the new crop. That's his logic, where he got the cutoff point for Elul. It's just based on the cycle of uh, and the animals getting pregnant from before and after. That is Rav Hunan's opinion. They said, no, it's not Rosh Chodesh Elul. They said, it's Aleph Tishri. Where did they get Aleph Tishri from? He says, the Pasuk contains the The Pasuk says, What does that mean? The son, the sheep, got fat. There are a lot of meat on them. That means they're pregnant. Elu Abakirot. That's talking about the ones that get pregnant early, before Nisan. Nadar, exactly. And when do they give birth if they get, get, get pregnant in Nadar? They give birth in Exactly. So that's the early ones, no problem. However, Vamakin Yatfu Bab. And some of them, they'll be covered up in the wheat. Yatfu Bab, Bab is wheat. Yatfu will be covered up in wheat. Who's, who's the animals that are going to be covered up in wheat? They are the late ones. That they give birth, or they get pregnant after Nisan, when already the wheat is in the field. And uh, already, at the time that they're pregnant, there's wheat in the field. They're covered in the bat. And what does it say regarding the late ones? It says on the Pasuk, They will uh, have happiness. 
Ab Yeshiru and they'll sing. Both of them it sounds like. All of them will rejoice and be happy at the same time. Which is mashma. Even the ones that were born before, uh, or pregnant before Nisa, and the ones that were pregnant after, they're still considered all together, and therefore you have to push up the month. You have to push it up a month. And then they push it up from Aleph to Shni. Look at the Taklin. Ho'il. Elu afilot. The Darish Yadfu Melashona Atufim Lelavan. They are afilot. They are late in getting pregnant. Shemati Fort Metachalot Mekabel Zachad. They don't get pregnant Ad Nisan. Elu Ba'elu Darish Yitroau. What does Yitroau mean? The Taklin says Lashon Be'im. They're friends. They're all friends. All of them. The early ones are friends. The later ones are friends. Yashiru Lashon Maaser. Like as, as if it said Yasiru. So therefore, they will give the Ma'asin at the same time. That is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Now we need to understand Ben Azai. Why did Ben Azai say that the Ilulin, that the Iluls get their own, uh, you know, their own uh, uh, chart? What's the logic? Amar Ben Azai. Which means some say Rosh Hashanah the cutoff is Elul. The Elul Omrim Kach, and some say the cutoff is Had Tashri, which really puts those that are born in Elul in Safek. We don't know if Elul is considered the new year, or is Elul considered from the last year. She's based on this Mahloket. Whatever's born in Elul now is going to be subject to Mahlokit. Is it considered old crop or is it considered new crop? According to the opinion that puts the cutoff point in Aleph Tishri, so that was born in Elul, it's from last year's crop. But if the cutoff point is Aleph Elul, whatever's born in Elul is already considered new crop. So then what Ben Azai said, I'm not going to stick my head in the Mahlokit over here between these two rabbis. And therefore, he came along and said, listen, whatever animal is born in Elul, that already has to put on its own uh, 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 chart of Ma'asir. How? Ho'il elu omrim kach. Ve'elu omrim kach. Ha'ilulim mit'asrim b'fne'asmam. How do you do that? Ha'ketzad. Nuldu lo hamisha be'am. Ve'hamisha be'elul. Ve'hamisha b'tashri. Good. Five animals were born to him in Av. Five in Elul and five in Tishri. In Mitzarfim, there's no Siruf over here. Because the five that were born in Ab, it's only five. Five is no Maser. The ones that are born in Elul, you cannot Mitzarif them with the ones from Ab because maybe it's a new year. Now, the ones that are born in Tishri, certainly that's already a new year, and you cannot count the ones of Elul, obviously, with those ones in Tishri. Uh, right, that were born after Tishri. So therefore, this guy will have to give Maser. Although fifteen animals were born then, since each one was born in a, in a different uh, uh, time, one was before the Ab is before the Tishri is after, and the Ilulin is Safek. So what does he do? So therefore, in this case over here it says Nodu b'Hamisha or Nodu lo Hamisha b'Tishri b'Hamisha b'Av Harelu Mitzarfin. However, if let's say five animals were born to in Tishri and then Hamisha in Ab. The coming Ab, exactly. The coming Ab. Okay, that's fine. Then it's Mistarif, because it's one year. That's one year, according to all the opinions, you have no problem. Go slow. Go slow. 
Because the Shvei Rabbah is the same here, according to everybody. According to the Shvei, you win the Kodem? Otpah. 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 We're talking about the coming Av. Before we're talking about the previous Av. In the first case, we're talking about in order. Av, Elul, Tishri. So therefore, five in Av. Okay, that's last year's chart. It's only five. Nothing happened yet. Elul, five were born. Now we don't know where these Elul's belong to. Now these Elul's, like the rabbi that says Rosh Hashanah, and therefore these Elul's belong to the previous year, or these Elul's are uh, 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 all these Elul's are uh, 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 new a new year, and therefore you cannot count them. So he says you cannot mistalef the Elulin with the Avs, nor can you mistalef certainly the Elulins with the Tishri. So therefore, in these cases, you only have five and a half nothing, five and Tishri nothing yet, nothing yet, until maybe more aboard. And the five and Elul, uh, it's a swing, we don't know where to put them. So go slow. However, if five were born in Tishri, and then five were born in the coming Av, ten months later, so it's the same year, according to everybody. So then we have ten animals, and therefore you'll take uh, Marasev. Look at, look at the, look at the, look at the Takli. Hu'il ve'elu, Rabbi Meir Omer ve'echad ve'elu. Rabbi Azam, Rabbi Yishonorim ve'echad ve'tishri, en mistarfim ma'illulin. Lo'im anuladim ve'av, why can't you join them with the Avs? Because if you say Elul is the cutoff point, they're considered new. It's a new year. And you can't count them with the Tishri guys. Why? Because the Elul is old. So where do you want to put this Elul in? You can't put them anywhere. But if you have Tishri, and then the following Av, like you said, 10 months later, it's Tafin. That's the Hadush. Even though he had other cutoff points in between, didn't we say you have to cut off at Pesach and you have to cut off at the Shavuot and all that? Even though you missed the Giranot, that's a technical. But still, it's still considered the same year. It doesn't change the fact that you missed the Goren, that it's not going to be Mr. Rep in the same year. Babli, Parik, Peshita. The Gemara says in you, Babli, on this case. Pashut. I need to tell me the five and Tashi and five and Elul. I'm a study. I mean, five in the Av and five in five in Tishri and five in Av. I'm a study. It's the same year. So he says, "Mishani mandamar kechidim b'vaskesh shetayim." Acherem v'sekem geranot kamashulan. So there's a guy just told you that even the geranot are separated in between. Now you might think the geranot now make like a different uh, year. Kamashulan, no. Uben Azai the Gemara says, "Machriya al devet talmidata." Who, who, who was making these opinions over here? These were his students over here. Which means, the Bimi'id and the Bishimon are the students of Ben Azai. Ben Azai is giving them so much credit. They're saying, well, since one of my students says this, and one of my students says that, so I'll make a compromise. What do you mean? Ben Azai, choose an opinion. What are you scared? Is he a student? You don't have to start making shadow between the Talmidim. If he heard it from his rabbis, then they were okay. He doesn't want to put his head between the mountains. But these are his Talmidim. So if it's his Talmidim, uh, give an opinion. Say, Elul, Tishri. Why is, why is he hedging on opinions that were only said by his Talmidim? The Gemara says normally a rabbi would not give so much uh, credence to hedge to, to the students. So the Gemara says, no, it was actually his rabbis. Shekin, oh, this Ma'alokim was said by the 
Tanaim Nishonim Umani Nu Avot Alam Who's the Avot Alam The Fathers of the World Tana Rabbi Yonah Kumeh Rabbi Yirmiyah Rabbi Yishmael Rabbi Akiva Okay That was already Early Tanaim Zotomeret comes out. So therefore, when it came to this, he didn't want to stick his head between the Tanaim's Mahlukit. Whatever we just saw by the students of Ben Azai was actually Mahlukit by the Rabbanim of Ben Azai. Or his, his contemporaries were called. And therefore, he did not want to be Makhliya. So the Gibran is saying now, wait, you're calling Rabbi. He's calling Ben Azai now, let's say a student of Rabbi Akiva. So the Gabbana Rabbi Bishmael. Zotomeret. He says, We have a bright person that teaches Ben Azai Haver Vetamidayad Rabbi Akiva. He wasn't only a student, but he was like a colleague. Tamid Haver, as they call him. Where do you see that he was Tamid Haver? The Gabbana is going to show you from the way you see that Ben Azai refers to Rabbi Akiva with not as much as respect as a student would give. Must be was considered a colleague as well. Where do you see? In if you're going to say that the Biakiva was his rabbi, it banash he would not refer to his rabbi as Elu. Because what did Ben Asai say? Since these said like this, and these, you're not going to call your rabbi these. That's not a derichiritz way of talking. He would have said, since my rabbi said this, the fact that he used the term Elu, you see that he must have been Tamid Hamer. Another proof. Rabbi Abun, Bishim Rabbi Shemuel, Bar Rabbi Tzhak, Shama'la Min Hadam. He learns from the Gemara Baba Batra, on Dav Kufnun Chet. Abar Lo Ben Azai. Over there, there was three Mishnayot, where there was... Two of the Mishnayot was Mahlukat Bet Shemai Bet Tamil. The third Mishnah over there... And they wanted to make peace between Bet Shemai and Bet And Rabbi Akiva came along and said, No, even the third Mishnah, it's Mahlukat Bet Shemai and Bet So Bin Azai is going to react to that. It's enough on the first two you had to make a Mahlukat. On the third one you also want to make a Mahlukat? So he says to him, Amaru Bin Azai tells Rabbi Akiva, Allah Halukina anu mitsa'arin. We're mitsa'ir, we're upset. On the first two Mishnah you had to make a Mahlukat. Now we're able to make peace between Mitzvah and You want to make a Mahlukah on that also? Zotomeret ben Azai Haber ben Tamid Hamad Rabbi Akiva. From that conversation, she must have been a Tamid Haber. Because if he was, if you say he was his rabbi, it banash Amad Rabbi. Ela Shabbata Lachlok Alinu Eta Shabbim. Shabbata. You don't talk to the rabbi first person. You talk to the rabbi in third person. Hey, at least say, you came? You came to make a mahluka with his peace? He wouldn't call him you. Shabbat, you came. So you say, okay, it must have been Tamid Haver. Side point, I see these things, Tamid Haver of Rabbi Akiva. And that's why he said, I got to get involved now with these big rabbis. I'm not going to uh, get involved in the mahluka. Therefore, he says, in Lulin, put them, put them separately. Taman Taninan. Taman Mekin. Not being Mekin. He's telling you that the Elulin, you have to put alone. You'll see, will come out of Humrah in this case over here. You'll see cases where the Elulin will come out of Humrah. You have to deal with them. If ten were born in Elul, you have to put the Elul's on the side, not mislead them with the ones before, not mislead them with the ones that they have to take them in the next Gordon and separate them themselves. It's just that you cannot mislead them 
to take a ma'asir be'ema, what are you doing? It's not How are you going to take it? You take it to Rishalayim, you're going to bring it as a korban, what are you going to do with it? If it's not part of this month, you don't have ma'asir over here. If it's not part of that month, you have ma'asir over there. So you want to be mekeh to take it to Rishalayim, you bring it only to Hazara. How are you going to do it? So then we have to be ma'amir. But if it was 10 were born in Elul, of course we'll, we'll deal with the 10 that are born in Elul by themselves. We just mark them alone so we get to the next Gordon, like the Gemara will say, we'll have to deal with them separately. But you cannot just arrest them to different groups over there where you're so sure that you have 10 on this side or 10 on that side. Who says? Maybe you only have 5. Maybe it's not Maaseh. And then you're going to run into problems. Tamantanina, we learn the Masechet Bechonot. Kol Noladin. Oh, this is a Mishnah. Kol Noladin Bechad Me'echad B'Tishri. Any animal that's born from one tishri, and the Ashrim B'Tishri B'Elul, Good, that's all Mitzaref them to one fiscal year of Ma'asir Behema. Hamisha Lifteru Shoshana. The Hamisha Lacharo Shoshana. And Mitzarfim. Good. Five are born before, five are born after Shoshana, two different years. So you cannot be Mitzaref. So technically, if that's all the animals that were born to this guy, he's Patu for Ma'asir. Because the five before is last year's goods, the five after the Shana is New Year's goods, and therefore uh, there's no. I have ten. There's ten animals you're looking at. But again, if you're going, it's a definite cutoff. Right. Once you say the cutoff is Rosh Hashanah, it's not Ben Azai. This is Once you say Rosh Hashanah is the cutoff point, I'm just giving you enough Kemina. The rabbis are going to say, hey, you have ten animals in your field. Where's the uh, Ma'asid? Slow down. This five was before Rosh Hashanah. This five was after. You don't give Ma'asid from one year to the next. Oh, comes again and says. The Gordon is not a cutoff point. Which is even though the rabbis told you, settle up before Pesach, settle up before uh, Shavuot. You didn't settle up. Doesn't matter. All those that were born in between, Ahmed Staref, in order to be Hayab in the Maser. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Let's say better. Let's say five were born before the Gordon. You only had five before the Gordon. So at the time of the Gordon, there was nothing for you to do. And then after that Gordon, another five were born. <coughs> You're not going to say, oh, I'm patur. Uh, when the Gordon came, I had nothing to deal with. So now the next Gordon, you have ten. And it's considered in the same year. So of course you'll have to, uh, you have to deal with it. No problem, we understand that's pashut. Amar Rabbi Rabbi comes on and says, Hada, this Mishnah, Omeret, Hada Omeret, would be like the Gemara, Zot Omeret. Hada Omeret, Zot Omeret, this means to say... Ma'asir behemah lo asu ota lo kehenet velo kishlish. And now we're trying to figure out when we're deciding how to calculate the year of ma'asir behemah. There, there were other models that the Gemara thought uh, you could follow, because we have other items that also follow, uh, you know, a certain uh, fiscal uh, fiscal year it starts at a certain time and ends at a certain time. For example, one is called Hennet. What is Hennet? Nenyan Maser Perot. By fruit. When do, do we consider the year starting for a fruit? So the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that it starts of the Hanata. What is the Hanata? Already when the fruit starts to, to bud, the flower starts to come out, that already is considered that year of Maser uh, uh, for Perot. We're not using that model for Maser Behemah. Now, you're going to say, of course we're not using it. There's no flowers over here. But obviously, we'll, 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 we're going to compare 
pregnancy and giving birth to Hanata somehow. I will we'll consider some area of budding, but we're not using that as the model, the Gemara says, nor are we using Kishlish. When it comes to Maaser of Dagan, Jirosh, Yitzhar, those Maaser have a different rule. Once they become edible, then already it starts the year of Maaser for them. When was it edible? They have to reach one third of their growth. Once they reach one third of their growth, so then already they're Hayab in Maaser. We're not using the one third rule, meaning the edible rule. Don't get fooled. When it says over here, Shlish, Shlish is another way of saying that it's edible. We're not using the budding rule, nor are we using the edible rule. Now the Gemara will explain. Well, this is theoretical. I don't know what talking about yet. Well, I'll explain. In Temat if you're going to say that we followed the model of Hanata, that was said by Maser Perot, Litni Kola Me'ubarim. Again, it didn't say the word Me'ubarim. All it said over there was Kola Noladim. Understand? It gave the Lashon Noladim, the ones that are born. But if you're going with budding, when it gets birth, when it gets pregnant, when it gets pregnant, that's when it gets like it's budded. It should have said Kola Me'ubarim, Whichever animal got pregnant, mehad b'tishri, I deceive the shabelul. So then we are not going with the budding. The eat emakishlish. Oh, and if you're going with edibility, litni anuladim adeshim ushnayim beelul. It should have said those that are born from Rosh Hashanah until the twenty-second day of elul. That's the twenty-second day of elul. As Alakad said, that when an animal is born. The first eight days, you're not allowed to eat it. First seven days, you're not allowed to eat it. Oh, so if you're going with edibility, so technically, where's that ability? Shlish. By Maser, Tirosh. By grapes, Dagan, wheat, Yitzhar, oil, olives. The deen is that you're not Hayab Maser until the Ra'ui Lachila. If Maser Bema found the Ra'ui Lachila item, the cutoff point should be 22 Elul. That'll give you seven days until Rosh Hashanah. So by Rosh Hashanah, everything that's in your pen is edible. But you didn't tell me that. You told me that even the animals that are born after the 22nd of and uh, Elul are still part of the Maser. Even though these animals, or some of them, of these animals are not Laui, Lachila. So you see, it's not working with a Hanata, because Hanata would put you at the, pre- the pregnancy. It's not working with a Achila, because that would put you eight days before. Ella, it's working with something else. Oh, anyway, so therefore, the Gemara says, I have a proof. See, I proved it to you. So you want to know who's that's the proof? The Bishamai. Interesting. Bishamai. Bishem Rabbi Bun. Rabbi Haya. He says, No, I can argue with you. Kishlish Asu Ota. Really, it's going with edibility. They're following the same model that we see by Maaser Perot. I, the Mishnah says, 29 of Elul. Why did you take me away to 29 of Elul? If you're going with edibility, you should have cut me off at 22. Because once you get to 22, that factors in the 8 days that you need in order to get it to be Ra'ui. Lachila, why did you stop me at 29? No, no problem. Rabbi Shimon, 
He's following the Shikau. That Mishnah is following Rabbi Shimon. That says what? Tamar Rabbi Shimon. Mechusar Zeman. Nechnas Ladin. Ledaset. There's an opinion that says that even if it's Mechusar Zeman, it can be Nechnas Ladin. You can put it into the pen in order to take Masuchi. You don't have to have it to be. To be edible, which is you are assuming over here that if it's not a uila you cannot uh, take ma'asir from it. Oh, and therefore you see we're not going with the with the with the, uh, with the speech business because if we were going with that business, we should have stopped you off at. 22. He said, no, I can really tell you that really we go with the sheesh. But I, that Mishnah over there, from over there, that's quite like another opinion. Could be the Hakamim really, could be the Hakamim really hold that you have to stop at 22. Because they're going to say that you have a problem of uh, Akhila. I, that Mishnah that you go with the 29, that's following the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that says even animals are not only Akhila, you're able to take Maser from it. So don't bring me a Ra'ayah from an opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon holds you, you can't take Maser on things that are not. So I look at the Taklin. Taklin says, Rabbi Shimon, Kedate. The Svirale, the Gam She'en Ra'ul Akraba, even if it's not Ra'ul Akraba to put on the Mizbaya, the Ainu Bechia, and Gadda was a Zeman, and the Sadid of Taser, Babi Kishlish. I'd kept it, which means, according to him, he wants to say that it's it's, it's considered shlish. It's considered shlish because raui, which means for ma'asir, it's considered raui. So they were just like uh, uh, zayit or dagan or tirosh. Once you reach a shlish, it's raui. The Bishma will say, according to me, it is Ra'ui for Ma'asir. So then when you, right, you don't have to wait the eight days for it seven days to be Ra'ui. It's already ready day one when it's born to be put in the Ma'asir in a, a batch. So therefore, it is compared to Shlish and it's going to the Bishma. It is going, forget about Hakamim. The technique is you simple. It's going, it's going to the Bishma. And the Bishma is telling you, just like uh, uh, the fruit is Ra'ui. At the Shlish, this animal's Ra'ui also. That's why you go all the way to the 29th of Elul, and you have no problem. They wouldn't bring it if it was chosen. Kam Rabi Mana. You don't have to bring it. You, then you'd wait, but you could, it's, it's, it's Maserable. That's, it, yeah. That's the point. It's Shayach to count it in the batch. Kam Rabi Mana. Im Rabi Shamay. So Rabi Mana didn't like it. He argued on Rabi Shamay. At Amad Hadam Did you really say that, Rabbi Shammai? Taman Tanina. We learned over there in the Mishnah, in Bechorot over there. Ben Azai Omer, Ha'illudin Mitasrin, Le'atzman. Then we learned that from Ben Azai, that all the animals that are born in Elul, they have their own, their own status. Ha'illudin Mitasrin. <coughs> now, no, when he said the Eludin are born, or Maser, on their own, no, I feel no lad, Adesim, Exactly. He didn't make a Hiluk when in Elul they have to be born to be put in their own batch. That means Ben Azai was saying even if it's born until 29 of Elul, even at, even at the end. And therefore must be he holds what? 
that even if it's not Ra'ui, it's still entered into the batch to be counted for Ma'asir. Itlak lememar ben azai kerebishimon velo kerebbanan. He doesn't want to say that. You want to say that Ben Azai is going to take the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that says even if it's not Ra'ui, you're able to count it in the batch and not the Hakamim. Ela Babadai, if it's Mechusar's man, it's a problem, and therefore it's not Torah Nasir. And therefore, what? We're still going to consider it part of the batch. Why? Because. Which means, could be, it just goes for when it's born, even though it's not edible. Which means, you want to say, you want to say, what does the Bishamon say? It's edible, what's edible? Meaning, it's ra'ui for ma'asir, just like it's ra'ui for, uh, uh, for the, for, for the perot. So he wasn't, he can't say that. Because Ben Azai, for example, who we don't want to say goes like Rabbi Shimon. You don't want to put Ben Azai against the Hakamim. So you're not going to say that Ben Azai says that uh, an animal is considered Ra'ui for Ma'asir even before the. After, but nobody says up to 29 days. Ben Azai said that. And he didn't tell you you have to stop at 22. He put you at. 29. Oh, now there's two ways of explaining this. Either I can explain that Ben Azai goes like Rabbi Shimon, and therefore he says it's Ra'ui, and therefore you put it in the same bath if I don't cut you off at 22. But this rabbi is asking the question, Rabbi Mana, he cannot accept that. He said, You want to put Ben Azai with Rabbi Shimon, who is against Hakamim? Uh, I, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot put you, I, I cannot do that. Because he's not going to go with that Shahid bin Azai. Uh, Mr. Ma, it's a door to put bin Azai like uh, that Shahid. We'd rather put bin Azai like Shitat. The Bishop was a Bishop, but bin Azai, why do have to put him in so like Hakamim? So if you put bin Azai like the Hakamim, what are they going to hold? They're going to hold that one, that it has to be Ra'ui. Oh, wait. So it has to be Ra'ui. So how can Ben Azai say you have until the 29th of Elul for all of them to be considered uh, in the same batch? So therefore you have to say what? Which means must be he hasn't even gathered. His gathered is which Koveya is not the Ra'uinis. Even though it's not exactly the birth. So that's not Ra'uin. It's not Ra'uin. That's not only really for uh, eating and stuff like that. That's a dinyan. When is the birth? And therefore, if you, till the way, till now, the way we learned is what? No, the Bishamon holds. No, the Bishamon holds it's Ra'ui. The Bishamon holds that it's, it's considered Ra'ui. Because he says that what? He says that even if it's not Ra'ui to bring as a Qurban, but it's called Ra'ui Lema'aseh. We want to say the Hakamim argue on that. And they said it has to be Ra'ui. If it's not Ra'ui for Akhila, or not Ra'ui for Qurban, it's not Ra'ui for Maser. But Ben Azai said you go up to 29 of Elul. So it must be his commute is what? The birth. What does that mean? Look at Taklim. Taklim. Ad kaptat be'elul itlach. See, it's all the way down. Ad kaptat be'elul itlach. 
the Ben Azai Stamma Amar. The Duke. Ben Azai was talking Stamma. Amara Elulin. The Mashma, the Kola Hodesh. The Kanomatitirushe, Akid, Rabishimon, Shitate Azil, Kedamara Bishon, the Date, which you're not going to put now Rabishimon in Ben Azai. They want to do that. So he said, because then you're putting him like a dark yahid. Ella, Kamad de At Amar. Ella, what do you have to say over here? He's going to explain over here what does he have to say. Now he's going to explain. Nabi Minaz is going to explain what Ben Azai's shita is. We didn't explain the Ben Azai's shita. He's going to explain now to Bimana. Ella, what do you have to say? Ella, my itlach lememar. That's what I'm going to say now. Kemad de Atamar Rabbanan. Whatever you're going to say for the rabbi's shita. Which means, what are you going to say for the rabbi's shita? The rabbi's shita said Rosh Hashanah is the cutoff point, correct? And they said you can go all the way until the 29th of. Elul. Hey, but I thought the rabbis hold that if it's not Raui, you can't, uh, you can't count it. So how did they tell you from Rosh Hashanah till the 29th? <laughs> and they still hold, it's got to be Raui. So whatever you're going to say for the rabbis, you'll say for Ben Hazai. What, is, what do the rabbis hold? Continue the Gemara. Manihan leshana ba'a vehen metasrim. In bene shenatan, that anything that's born from Aleph to Shti and twenty nine of Elul, we're saying in Metaser. I what about those that are born after twenty two Elul? How could they be mitzdaref? So we'll come along and say that what that those that are born after twenty two, you'll put them on the side, and you'll be mitzdaref them with the next quarter in, in the next year. You have no choice to say that. It is the next year because it's not Raui. It's really according to Achim, you're going to have to say that from 22 to 29, it, those animals that are born are in a different class because they're not Raui, and you cannot take Maaser from that uh, from that group. So all he's saying is put those, just put those aside, those aside, and and separate them. So you want to give? So you want to give? But those are in its own class. You're right. It's last year's Hashemon. It's on last year's Hashemon. It's just saying you, you can't take Maaser until they become Raui. So Mark put a, a sticker on all those that were born from 22 to 29. Put them on the side, and then when the next uh, Gordon comes, you have to say that for the rabbis. You have to say that for the rabbis because the rabbis say if they're not edible, they're talking to you. What do you mean? Because he just said the year is the twenty nine. The can be the year of Maaser, it ends at the 29th. But in the, end, the actual bringing the Maaser from 22 to 29, you're going to have to put it in a separate, uh, a separate group. Just like you have to say that for the rabbis, who also use the Lashon 29 of Elul, Ben Azai also said, Kola Shavin. So do the same thing for Ben Azai. And therefore, what? Katamat al Ben Azai. Manihan Elul. Take the animals that are born. From 22 to 29, put them on the side. So when it says, call the illulin themselves, you have two illulins. You have the illulins from 1 to 22, that's a separate uh, you know, uh, item. And then you have the 22 to 29, that you'll have to separate them as well. So therefore, bottom line, we're saying that don't get confused. When the rabbi said that the year is all the way until 29 of Elul, doesn't mean that all animals that are born. Until the 29th of Elul will be bunched up together. No, that's a fiscal year. That's considered born in the same year. Fine. 
Lagabe the practicality of taking the Maser? Well, everything until 22 Elul basically can be done together. 22 Elul on, since it doesn't have edibility yet. So therefore, put those on the side, and when the next Gordon comes, you know, same thing for Ben Azai. When Ben Azai says, Kola Ilulin. Uh, which was masked for even until 29 Elul he just meant that Elul is considered its own its own soul it's not considered last year it's not considered the next year it's therefore anything up to 22 Elul when the next Gordon comes or even yeah, when the next Gordon comes before uh, Sukkot separate them I no Sukkot but once once uh, the 22 stuff oh the 22 stuff that's considered a separate item you cannot, for example, enough coming now, according to Ben Azai. You had five that were born until the 22nd of Elul, and five that were born after the 22nd of uh, Elul. So therefore, according to Ben Azai, those were all born in Elul. Uh, so by the time the next Gordon comes, these will be Da'ui. The five that were born after the 22 will be Da'ui. And therefore you have ten. And then we can take the uh, Ma'asir from the five uh, and the five. I'm just giving you, but according to the rabbis, according to the rabbis, they say what? Also, they say that the whole year is 29. The year is 29. You can't take it until like days later. There's not enough coming on that case. I'm just giving you an example to show you that it is part of that year. I'm showing you for that, 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 that example that don't see 22 to 29 is a separate year. It's just a technicality that you can't tally it yet for your mindset until it becomes edible. But, bottom line, you had 10 animals that were born in the same year. According to Achamim, let's say. They were born up to 29 of Elul. You're good. I but five are countable at this point, And five are not countable yet. No problem. But when were they born? They were born within the same fiscal year? Good. Eventually, these five, meaning eight days later, will be suitable. Once they become suitable, we start after them with these uh, five over here. And those five, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't take me. It was only five. It was only five. I'm saying that, but that counts from the last year. So yeah, yeah. It goes when you're born. Yeah. It's just technically for the Ma'asir, so, you got to wait. He has to, so he has to save. I'm saying, so the guy, the, guy, the guy has a flock. He has whatever it is. He's got to, he just has to mark whatever was born from 22 to the end of the has to mark. Okay. So he knows That's that these cool. items over here cannot be tallied yet until eight days pass. Once eight days pass, right? Right. So, so now you tell them the previous kids, previous kids. I'm just giving you a case. Hundred and five not going to be a case. Five and five will be a case. That, that you see, he, he has five. He's ah beauty. Five were born until twenty two. I don't got to give master this year. You're wrong. Five were born after twenty two. Because ah, but you told me these five don't count. No, 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 no. They were born in the same fiscal year. They count to your to your maser uh, uh, tally. You just can't take maser from them until a later date because of the technicality of the ra'uy. So you wait eight days and you take them all. I'm not understanding. Sorry, the, the, the 105 is not a case. Give a case. I'm only saying because because then you would have you would have been nichnas 105 to the deer, right? And you would have taken 10 out, and you have five left over, which are you know what I'm saying? Like that, that they're already maser. Now, now you want to, so you say we have to save those five. Well, you're waiting for the you, you're waiting. You're, you're waiting. You, you, you know, no, th- th- those five over there were born at a, another time over there. If you took all your master already until that point, you only have five. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. It's always like that. It's always like that. 
No, not, not in this he's case. Doing, he's doing it. Not doing it on purpose. He's not doing it to deportate himself. I'm saying so. He took his ma'aser in the right Gordon time. In the Gordon. Whatever the Gordon is. In Shavuot is the last Gordon. No, but I'm saying, here this in Elul, right? He's taking it at the end of Elul. You're going according to Ben Azai, according to the Hakamim. According to the Hakamim. Okay, according to the Hakamim, you have 29 Elul, and you have to be Gordon. So the last Gordon you took was Shavuot. You right. took your master. Anything that's born after Shavuot, the next Gordon is going to be before Sukkot. Right. So therefore, before Sukkot, you take 105 and you, then you take master. It's part of 105. Because by, by, by Sukkot, it'll be 8 days. So, oh, so you should do it at that right. time. So, so, do, so, follow the Gordon. Follow the Gordon. You, 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 and those 105 are all legitimate now. Ah, okay. The five are good. So, if, if for some reason the guy took 100 uh, early before the Gordon, uh, who knows what he did? Now we only ask five? No, no, no. That's why we say it. No, no, no. Stop us there for next year. Holding it to really one point. That's why we say it. Just to say the rabbis don't have to go with like a bishop. Right. Which means they don't call it bishop. No, no, no. No, we never, never, no, no. We never thought they were going to be bishop. We're not going to argue with bishop. We, we, we wanted to say. No, 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 no. We said that the Mishnah over there is going like the bishop. Right, sorry. The Mishnah over there is going like the bishop. Shlish. You have no idea for shlish. You have no idea for shlish because that's the bishop. Why? Then the Gemara came along and said. Then the Gemara came along and said that uh, what about Ben Azai? You're not going to say Ben Azai is going like uh, the Bishamon. And if you say that Ben Azai is going like the Bishamon, what are you doing? How come he allows you to take all the Illulin together up until 29? So that's not a question. Whatever you say for the rabbis, because they say you can go up to 29 to the law. So you'll say for Ben Azai. That's all. That's all they're answering. Comes the Gemara. I'm going to be Don't omit it. Go, 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 go. One more line. It's not shlish. We, 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 we. Rabbi Shammai, Rabbi Mona, or Rabbi Mana said you have no raya. One rabbi said you want to bring a raya, then we go with shlish. That's going to go with the achila. He said you're right. That's going to go like Rabbi Shimon. We don't go like Rabbi Shimon. We go like Chachamim. You're in the kind of court of Rabbi Shimon. It's shlish. But why are you going to touch a height? That's not the opinion of the Chachamim. Don't you bring a raya from the Mishnah? I'll say that's Rabbi Shimon. Comes the Gemara and says, right? Yes, right. That's called the Bishamon. Yeah, that's the Bishamon. But the Gemara is saying, if you go like the Hakamim, it's not necessarily a shlish uh, issue over here. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It's a din in the, the da. That once the animal is born, it's cat count for you. But in the Kedemah, you won't be able to take it. You won't be able to take it. That's right. According to one rabbi, the Bishamon is saying, it's the Ui now. It's the Ui. He's saying it's not Ra'ui. It doesn't matter. Right. It'll still be counted for the for the year. Right. It'll still be counted for the year because you cannot take it till the end. Kodabish will take it now. Kodabish will take it now. Kamzi Gibran says. Kamzi Gibran says. Amar Bihaya. Zutomeret. Yamim Shabbechor Mechosar Zeman Bahem. Olim Lo Letor Shenato. Okay. According to this opinion over here, that the years, I'm sorry, the days. The first seven days are counted as part of the year, like we just learned. The first seven days, although it's not Ra'u, it's considered part of the fiscal year of the Maser, and therefore you count it as part of the same year. Amar Bimana, Amar Biyuna Abba, Shema Na Minhada, we learn from Avir Fasuk in Devarim. Kol Abbechor, Asher Yivaled, all the animals that are born in your Bakar or in your Tzol, it says Hazachar from the males, Takdish. Now what does it mean, Takdish? You don't have to. Consecrate a bechor. 
a bechor is consecrated by itself. So what does the pasuk say? Call the bechor or the bechor the rabbon tekdish. The Gemara says haketzat. We don't understand what tekdish means. Mishat de dato ab monelo shana. Let's teach you another way. That you start counting its year from when it's born. Not tekdish meaning sanctified, consecrated. Tekdish means count. Count what? Count its first year from when it's born. What does that mean? It's not referring to the Shad Bechor, because that happens by itself. And the Pasuk, by the way, Al Kishuv Zman Kedushat Bechor. Which means the Bechor is only. Uh, uh, you start the clock of, the first, of, of, of its first year. Which is special when it's born. That's when you start. What would I think you do? Okay, stop Otherwise, you have no explanation. Takdish cannot mean you're Makdish Bechor. It's automatic. It's automatic. Takdish meaning you start the counting of its first year of its from when it was born. Okay, now we get to the next Mishnah. From when it's born. Okay, next Mishnah. Now we go back to Shikali. Okay, Mishalosh Kupor, Shishalosh, Shalosh Se'in, Tormint Salishka. Okay, now we learned that three times a year they used to empty the treasury of the Shikalims and they used to put them in boxes. So it says, how big were these boxes? It says, first of all, how many boxes? How big were the boxes? Bishalosh kupot, the three boxes. Shalosh, shalosh se'in. Each one is three se'ah. That's the size of the boxes. Okay? Tormin italishka. Tormin literally means they lift. They lift up the shikalim from the treasury and they put them in three boxes. Bechatuv alehen, alef bed gimal. Okay, so they know which one to take first, and which one to take second, which one to take third. The Mishwan Omer, Yivani Katub. It's written in uh, Greek. Alin Alpha, Beta, Gamma. Okay, and they wrote it in Greek. And this is. Three, meaning they, they, when people originally put him in the box. They put him in the box, exactly. Big treasure. Exactly. And now, when the guy comes to empty out the boxes, we're worried now. We're worried of what the people are going to say. The guy is in the treasury now, he could steal. So we have to do it in a way where he'll be clean from the suspicion that he didn't steal anything. So therefore, they didn't have cameras in those days, and they're not sending him with a, with a bodyguard to watch it, because So therefore, they send him in with very strict uh, 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 regulations. What are they? What exactly? Pargot Abu means a pocket. Or a hemmed garment. Any place where he could stash a couple of shikalim without anybody seeing it, we don't want him to do Because people go, ah, well, of course, like the firemen, where their pockets full. They say, oh, they're taking all the, they're taking all the stuff. So the same thing over here. They can say, oh, what is he wearing, wearing pockets for? He must be taking all the, all the stuff. Velo bimminal. Okay, not with a shoe, because you can put them in the shoes. Yeah, Rapam quotes from this Gemara in one of his uh, Dirashot that you think the Gemara was, uh, you know, uh, didn't understand human nature. They found once in JFK a guy was smuggling uh, precious jewels in his tefillin. Wow. In his tefillin, he put it in. For some reason, they suspected him. They opened up the tefillin, they found all the contraband. So, from the times of the Gemara, they said, one has to be careful. Same thing, an amulet we could, we could put it in there. What's the problem? Amazing suspicion. Maybe the guy that went in became an Ani. Maybe he came poor. So he becomes poor. What's the problem? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
ויאמרו מעוון הלשכה העני. What are the people going to say? Must be stole. That's why we came poor. He didn't steal. He became poor because he became poor. But the people are going to say, ah, think it's a coincidence? God was a rich guy. He went into the treasure all of a sudden, and a week later he went bankrupt. Ah, must be because he stole. Or Shema Yashir. You can't win this guy. Or he's going to become rich. And what are they going to say? Of course. He 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 he, uh, he siphoned, you know. He he, he chiseled off the top, and uh, therefore he became rich. Shadam sadik latziti dem beriot. A person has to be clean from the people. Kederes shud sadik latziti dem makom. Just like he has to be clean in the eyes of God. Shneimar vitim nekiim b'Hashem u'misavu u'merum sachem b'sechetov b'nei Elohim. V'adani have to find favor in the eyes of God, eyes of men. Taman taninam. Now, the Gemara. Yerushalmi over here is going to answer a dilemma that we had in the Babli. The Babli, if you remember, we learned in Masichet Shabbat, the Perekot Mefanim, where we allowed a person on Shabbat to clear out his warehouse in order to make room for guests or to make room for the Bet Midrash. And we said, even though he has boxes, we're not worried about Tirha. You can move the boxes and, uh, and, you know, in order to clear out the space. So it called those boxes kupot. But we really didn't know how big is a kupa. But now in Masikha Chikalim, exactly, they're telling us that the kupot would be se'ah, so now already we can use that magic number to define how much the kupot were in Masikha Shabbat. So it starts. Taman Tanina. We learned over there in Masikha Shabbat. The fanin, you can clear out the uh, warehouse. Afilu dalet ba'amish kupot. Four or five kupot, no problem. That's <laughs> a simple question. How much is a kupa? So he told them, Satum is something that's sealed. Learn the item that's sealed from the item that is meforash, that's explicit. The Tanya, Bishalos kupot, Shalos, Shalos, Seim. So therefore, three kupot, each one is three se'ah. So how is it all together? Nine se'ah. Three kupot, each one is three se'ah. She'em tish'ah se'in. That is, it's three times a year. So they do this three times a year, so all together, it's 27 se'ah. She'em e'sim v'shem'ah se'in. Throughout the whole year. Tur'im e'et al-ishka. Ve'katub a'alim alif ben gima. Ve'bneman katub a'alim alif ben gima. Why did it say alif ben gima on the, uh, on the kupot? Nomar, the teachers... You follow an order. First come, first serve. And the first box, you take first, then the second, and the third. But the point is, what do you see from over here? That each one is three se'ah. So then we answer that question. The kupot of Masikha Shabbat, each one is three se'ah. Now, once already we got to Masikha Shabbat, we're going to go into other items that are going to be Masikha Okay. We said on Shabbat, a guy's carrying live wine. What's live wine? Undiluted wine. What's the shikur on Shabbat to be hayab for carrying wine on Shabbat undiluted? That's we shoot hashuv. So what's considered the shoot hashuv for carrying? Not for drinking, only. What about carrying? So it says kedim is the cause. The amount of wine that would be fit for dilution. How do you, you know it's fit for dilution? So it's a quarter of an eat. Because you put three quarters and you have it to be eight. So therefore, bottom line, the Yomar says, Kedem is yikanta kos. It means yikanta kos. Kedem is yikanta kos. Well, what's the shoot of a kos? 
if you don't know, you can learn from where it says explicitly. That focus that the rabbi said on Pesach, each one is Riviyat. Bingo. Which is Italian wine. And if, how much live wine do you have in Riviyat? No, about Riviyat. So bingo. Once you know the shoot of a cup is Riviyat. And you know that live wine, you need to dilute it three to one. So therefore, it's going to be a uh, 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 That's true for three water, one rivet, and one rivet. And all you need is a rivet on on Pesach total. So therefore, but the point is, the point is, the point is that uh, the shiur of yain high on Shabbat is rova rivet. Right? You want to say French wine is different? Amar Rabbi Yosef Bar Abin Mishum Rabbi Yohanan Okay What's the difference? Stronger that, That's the point All you need is a Rabbi We're not going to change the Alakat today On Yain Hai From French wine To Italian uh, wine uh, That Shi'ud is a standard Shi'ud in Halakha It's Rova Rabbi Yosef Amar Rabbi Yosef Bar Abin Mishum Rabbi Yohanan The Rabbi Yehudahi Oh, this shiur is found in the biuda. Where is he in the biuda? The tani. Ma'im, how much water on Shabbat you have to carry? Kedegimiyah. The shiur of one, one cheekful. The biuda omer kedegashuf from etakilod. Enough water in order to mix the eye ointment with. And then it says over here, what does the biuda say? Yain, it's yain hides what we need for. Kedegimiyah. Some say a cheekful or a, a swallowful. The biuda omer kedemizigata calls. There you see the shita. The Bible that clearly says, Yain Hai, Kedem Mizigat Akos. That is the Shura Mizigat. The Bible that talked about Yain Hai. Kedem Mizigat Akos. That's why. It's the Bible that. That's the proof of the Bible that. I'm saying, it's funny how it says the Bible that will mend in the same breath at three times. It's two different things. One is about Mayim and one is about Yain. Mazug Bekama. Oh. Which means, now let's see you have diluted wine. How much is going to be the shi'ud? Well, I'll take a guess, educated guess, Rivi'it. Once already, I just told you that undiluted is Rav Rivi'it. You can deduce from there that the shi'ud of Mazuk is going to be Rivi'it. And that's the Gemara's proof, by the way. The Gemara says, the Shema Minada. We can learn it from what we just said. Ma'im kidegimi'ah. The Bible of America did a shuvah metakilot. Okay, that's the yes by Ma'im. Ya'in, meaning live wine. From the fact that you said that Yayin Hai is Rova Rebiyait, so therefore must be Yayin Mazuk is Rebiyait. Deduce it from what he said by Yayin Hai. So therefore, if you're taking diluted wine, diluted has to be sure of Rebiyait. If you take Yayin Hai, it's even less. It will never be Hayyam on the. If you take Yayin Mazu and it's just in the will not be Hayyam on Chabad Kotsa. But it's diluted, it's not Yayin Hai anymore. It's diluted. But Yayin Mazu always has Yayin Hai. Yes, it doesn't matter. It's not called Yayin Hai anymore. It's not called Yayin Hai anymore. It's called Yayin Mazu. Not given a bit less than the weight of Yayin Mazu. But you wouldn't be Hayyam anyway. No. I'm saying from the Yayin Hai perspective. It's not Yayin Hai anymore. You're calling, you're calling something that's not Yayin Hai anymore. Yayin Hai is undiluted. If the Hayyub of carrying Yayin Hai, 
Is the Rova Levi'it? Is Rova Levi'it? Correct. The reason you hayav on Mazug is because you have a no, no, because that's a shul hashu for yain Mazug. Yain Mazug is a shul where people drink yain Mazug. You have, you, have, you have water plus wine. You have both. You do not have the proper dilution over here. I ain't high in this. I couldn't eat anymore. It's, 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 it's wrongly diluted wine. Even if there's so a quarter yeah, of yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a little less than a quarter of of the ain't high, and you had a little more than three quarters water. It's still not high. Of course not. It's, it's, it's the wrong dilution. Not dilution. Right, it's not dilution. On both sides. Both, both sides. sides. Both sides. Right, right. On both sides. Let's say we had a quarter of the eat of the ain't high. With a quarter of the beat of water. That's what he said. That's what he said. Wrong dilution. Wrong dilution. Wrong dilution. Oh, no, but you have the middle. Even more than a quarter. Once you add water to it, it's like what you have high anymore. That's the problem. It's like what you have high anymore. You have high as wine. How long? On both sides. On both sides. That's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. By the way, the four kosot of Pesach, what's the shi'ud? The Riyabama. Titraton Urbiya. Okay. Titraton Urbiya is a way of saying Riviyat. That was a shoe they used to use all day. 2.3.2 ounces, another way of saying it. Maulish Totan Bekerekahad. Now we got the Pesach English. Incredible. We mentioned Pesach, then we get the Pesach. What happens? I want to drink the full Kosot in a row. One shot. So the Mara says, Mida Amar Bimana, Amar Biyose. Halel im shema'an bebeta keneset yatsa Adamla im shita'an bechenech ehad yatsa Amazing The Gemara says Let's say a person heard Halel in synagogue And he was mechaven to be yotzer the Halel In the Bet Keneset Well, we do both We say Halel in the Bet Keneset We say Halel in the Haggadah But this guy He didn't want to do the Halel in the Haggadah He wants to be yotzer the Halel in the Bet Keneset For his Halel of the Haggadah Shepesa So he doesn't have to say Halel in the, in the, in the Haggadah so basically, what is he going to do? He's going to drink the third cup from Birkat Amazon, and then he's going to drink right away the fourth cup, because that's the Galen. So you see why you can drink them back to back. So you have a proof. You can drink them back to back. Maulish Totan Bifiskan. What about drinking them in intervals? Meaning you sip it. You have to drink it rather hot, or maybe you can drink it, let me drink it slowly. So the Gemara says, "Kedum amru ela sheyishte, lo sheyishteker. Im shatat mepeskar, afu eno mishteker." The main thing is we don't want you to get drunk. So what do I care? As long as you don't get drunk. And then we drink it, sip it, be okay. Also, you don't get drunk by sipping it. We don't want you to drink it in the way we're going to get drunk. That's what we don't want you to drink, uh, you know, between the the kosot. Uh, but if it's not going to cause you to get drunk, uh, what a question! from wine of the shemitah. So what's the question? The question is because it says in Halakha, Mitzvot Lavli Hanot Nitanu. Mitzvot Lavli Hanot Nitanu. That the Mitzvot are not given to Hanah. So I might have thought, maybe it's okay. There's Mitzvah. Tanir Boshaya, Yotin. Behind Shashivit. You are Yotin. Maulat Sid Bikunditin. Well, a new type of wine. Wine with honey. Wine with honey and uh, spices. Kiyayim. Kunditin is like yayim, he said. Hada amra, you see me, I kunditin. 
מהו לצאת בעניין מזוגים? Amazing question. Can you be Yotzer al Barkosot with diluted wine? With diluted wine. What's this question? What's the question? I'll tell you the question. The question is based on what the Mekor of al Barkosot There's a Mahalok in where they learn al Barkosot from. Some learn it from the four Lishanot of Geulah. What's a Dev? It's a Dev. It's a Dev. It's a Dev. And therefore, Hirut. So, how do free people drink their wines? Diluted. But some say they learn it because when Yosef had the dream about the butler and the baker, it says the word Kos four times in the dream. That was the beginning of the Geulah. That's how Yosef became the king of Egypt. So, they go all back to the beginning. It says Kos, Kos, Kos. Now, in that dream, he saw them squeezing grapes into a cup that was undiluted. So therefore, the Mahokir is, what's the real Mekor for the Arba Kosot? If you say it's Derek Chirut, then it's even diluted. If you say it's from the Kos, Kos, Kos of the, of the dream of Paro uh, of Yosef, it's undiluted. Uh, that's a question. So what I answer is, as long as it tastes like wine, it looks like wine, we don't care. Which means both sources are, both sources are legitimate. Grape juice? Grape juice? Amar Birmiyah. Mitzvah. No, not all grape juices, and some grape juices that are overly diluted. That's not our sugana. Amar Birmiyah. Mitzvah Latzet. Biyayin Adom. So mitzvah to be Yosef with red wine. Shneemar al teriyayin ki itadam. Yayin is red. Ki itim bekos eno. Ta'amim mivushal kim tubal. All we know is if it's cooked, it's like it has spices in it. Ligabe what? Ma'u natsit biyayin mivushal. Amazing question. Could you be Yosef biyayin mivushal? What's the question? Now, if you're going to say that it has to be the oit for other mizbeach, then mivushal is not the oit for other mizbeach. So therefore, for other mizbeach, he's inferior. So we cannot be yotzei. Or do you say no? After my mivushal, when you cook it, it gives it a, a good taste, and maybe it goes with taste. Maybe it doesn't go with the oit for mizbeach or not. So the Gemara says, "Amar biyona, yotzei biyain mivushal." The biyona the tame, famous story with the biyona. The Biyuna, when the Biyuna used to drink the four kosot on Pesach, he would put a bandage on his head or hold his head until Shavuot. He would have a headache from the four kosot for seven weeks. That's why he allowed, he was Mati, the Ayn because he said it's less strong. Therefore, he would get sick from the other wine. Therefore, he says if you can get sick like that, there's no problem with the Ayn Mevushal. There was a certain lady. She saw the Biyudabra Bilai. His face was shining. Now she has no idea why the rabbi's face is shining. There's a glow. So she made an assumption. Amra, Saba Saba, meaning old man. Must be you're involved in one of three things. That's why your face has a glow. Or the Shtui Hamra'at. 
or you like to drink wine, and the wine gives a person a nice uh, complexion. Or you're a loan shark. That means you lend money for interest. Or you raise pigs, which means these are easy jobs. Charging interest, you don't have to do anything. You sit home all day long, and you make easy money. Same thing of raising pigs was an easy job. Therefore, that's why your face is shiny, because you, you, you have a good life. Amalai, he told him. So she said, let this lady that says such a thing, let her, let her suffer. The hadam ilin tlat minaya ledbi. I don't have any of the three. Uh, so why is his face shining? I study Torah. The wisdom of a person when he studies Torah. The Torah. Rabbi Abahu atil Tabariyah. Okay. Rabbi Abu came to Tabiris. Hamune Tamidu Rabbi Yohanan apoyne uri. The students of Rabbi Yohanan saw that Rabbi Abba's face was shining. Amrun Talmidin Rabbi Yohanan. So the students came to Rabbi Yohanan they said, Ashkaq Rabbi Abu Sima must be the Bufan the treasure. Why would the guy be so happy? Why would his face be shining? Must not see a lot of money. Atalikabir. So Rabbi Yohanan comes to him and says, Amale, my ulaita hatta shamat. What's that news you just heard? He knew right away that the treasure must be Torah. Amale, Tosefta Atika. I found an old Tosefta. The archives, and I'm excited from the Hadush. So Rabbi Yohanan said on the Biabahu, Matadam, Ta'ir Pana, Baruch Adonai.